Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here in 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We all celebrated separately this year. Uh, Mike thought I was going to die. I don't know. It is what it is. He Maybe thought, he had a plan out. He thought you were going to yeah, die? Yeah, we were the ones that were going out. Nick, and then I don't Nick, know what Nick did. He joked that Nick was going to have to build a sports staff this morning when he came into work. Maybe we're close. That's kind of a dark joke. I don't know if that's how I would open the show. but uh, <laughs> Yeah. Everybody is here, which is yeah. good. And uh, everybody had a good New Year, I'm presuming. But, yeah, um, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Unless you're a Ohio State fan, and you did not have a good New Year. Or a Ravens fan. But Washington, but you did so have did a have good New Year if you're a Washington Wizards fan like Nick. I mean, yeah, for what's it worth, right? I mean, they they beat the Bucks on New Year's Day, which is pretty cool. I mean, they they didn't just beat them; they beat them pretty handily. So yeah, but the Bucks they were shorthanded. No Giannis, no Chris Middleton, and no Jeru exactly. Holiday. Not our fault. But no Brad Beal for the Wizards. Exactly, it evens out. No, <laughs> maybe Chris Middleton. Bradley Beal. Definitely not Giannis and Bradley Beal. You say that now until Bradley Beal wins MVP this year. <laughs> What's a different team? With the Celtics. All right. Uh, let's go back to last week, back to 2022. We ended it with the Skip Fowler Memorial Classic Thursday and Friday at Martinsburg High School. Uh, very good tournament for the games that we broadcasted. They were all close games. Yeah, it was a fun time uh, and got to see both teams that we were there covering go one and one so obviously would have liked for both of them to go two and oh and they both had the chance to go two and oh but in the the losses that they had things just didn't go their way from martinsburg and the game that they lost it was turnovers down the stretch and blew the lead and on the other side for jefferson the game they lost was because of a crazy buzzer beater three what do you think of this? Between the four games we covered, the point differential? Six. Six. Mm-hmm. Love it. That is crazy to me. Uh, Martinsburg fell to Lightridge out of Virginia on Thursday, 52-50. to And then on Thursday, um, Jefferson got the win 62-60. to And then on Friday, it was kind of a role reversal. Martinsburg got the win over Millbrook, 59-58, while Jefferson fell to Gainesville, 73-72. Yeah, and that crazy shot, the buzzer. So Jefferson yeah. easily could have came out two and zero, but just fell up, fell short against a really good Gainesville team. I think Martinsburg coming out one and one, they probably should have went two and zero as well. I think they were a better team than Lightridge. Uh, just didn't execute down the stretch, like Collins said. Uh, and I thought the Millbrook game was really solid for Martinsburg. They had Leclay Clark, which helped having him because he did not play in that first game. So I think if you have Clark in that first game, you probably beat Light Ridge. But having him in that second game and what he was able to do, especially in the second half, uh, was huge. And I think this team has maybe found out 
its rotation a little bit uh, with how they played it against um, Millbrook. I thought it was a better rotation for the team. So I think they're starting to th- figure some things out. And Martinsburg will be, again, it's still Martinsburg. So you have to look out for them, even though they're a young and inexperienced team. I wouldn't completely count them out. And looking forward to this week. Got some big games uh, starting with Jefferson Martinsburg tomorrow. So we got a nice uh, kind of preview of it over the weekend and uh now we'll get to see those teams go at it which will always be a big rivalry game obviously jefferson i think is the favorite being the the more experienced team we can talk about more tomorrow though but overall i think it was a pretty good weekend for those teams yeah jefferson obviously wanted to come away with two wins it's a disappointing loss there at the end but still had a really good performance against some quality opponents and for martinsburg you struggled i think at times in that light ridge game and you wish you probably had that one back but you played a tough Millbrook team who's been good against other schools in the EPAC and you were able to beat them so I think that shows that you'll be competitive this year definitely and you know you look at Jefferson's schedule this week we'll have the game against Martinsburg tomorrow 7 30 7 p.m ish uh pre-game show then they're back in action Friday as they are home against uh St. Marie Goretti out of Hagerstown then you go over to Martinsburg obviously they play tomorrow those two teams, Jefferson and Martinsburg, and then they continue EPAC play Friday for a big early season matchup against Spring Mills. That's at the Martinsburg Fieldhouse, which we'll have for you as well. Going over to Musselman, they get uh, back in action for the new year on the fourth Wednesday against Hampshire at home. Um, Spring Mills, they don't play again until Friday, so they only have one game this week. They had a pretty good week last week. They got an 86-36 to victory at Clear Spring. And then at Clear Springs Blazer Holiday Hoop Tournament, or maybe South Hagerstown, 77-62. to And how many points did Max Anderson put up in one of those games? It was a 30-point game in that win against yeah. South Hagerstown. So it's just showing you how much depth and when a guy is uh, – expected to be the star like uh cheek yeah. for spring mills if he has what even though is still an impressive night considered when you look at his stat line on the daily basis a weaker night somebody else is able to step up for this young still spring mills card max anderson's team. a player that's just getting better and better yeah. mm-hmm. so i think and that's expected when you see him on the football field what kind of athlete he is so um not really surprised there but I think Spring Mills next year pick up a tougher Christmas tournament than going up to Clear Spring because they could they can compete with teams and obviously I think you know Clear Spring isn't really a great matchup for them. I wouldn't be surprised next year if you see them in that uh, that tournament that Jefferson was in. Maybe if they could get a bit up there to that Morgantown University tournament. That'd be cool. Yeah, that uh, Christmas tournament that'd be cool to see see how they face. Uh, because I do believe they will they will face Morgantown this year. They're having a home-and-home home with them, and then they'll play at University to end the season. I don't think University – or no, they're doing a home-and-home home with the University, and they're at Morgantown. Yeah, I mean, they play a tough schedule, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. for the most part. But I think at this point now, Spring Mills has gotten that program to a point where you can start really trying to challenge yourself maybe out of state as well as in state. Yeah. Because uh, Clear Spring, South Hagerstown, not really – impressive programs typically at least clear spring i don't think is and obviously they beat them by 50 so yeah and yeah. another team but went to finish. always good to see yeah. them get wins and they could keep playing well so we'll see how friday goes yeah and another team that went to a tournament that would be the hedgesville eagles they went down to the junior orange bowl tournament in miami florida uh they took two uh two tough games wednesday and thursday they fell to mater lakes academy 72 34 
on Wednesday. Then Thursday, they fell to St. Brendan, um, 61-45. But they got a win to end the tournament against uh, Westminster Christian on Friday, 50-30. They're back in action tomorrow when they play at Washington. Washington's uh, had a was in Connecticut to play a couple games. They fell to Wilbury on Wednesday. Uh, will be, excuse me. Uh, 71-54, but then they got a win against Harding, 56-53. So they're now 2-3 and three on the season. Hedgesville comes in tomorrow to tomorrow's matchup, 7-2. and two, Very well tested down there, and they can learn a lot from those two big losses. Yeah, and that's the kind of case that Nick just brought up with Spring Mills. You'd like to see them in a tournament kind of like what Hedgesville just had because the argument could be made, yeah, even though Hedgesville went one and two in the three games that they might have learned more about their team potentially with those losses and in that style of tournament with the higher level of uh, opponents than Spring Mills did. That argument could be made, but at the same time, you want to keep your confidence high. Maybe on the other side is the opposite argument, which is why you go turn a tournament like Spring Mills did that they could win but both those teams I think will be fine throughout the stretch it's just whether or not you want to put your argument on the other side of the coin yeah I think the the argument can always be made that uh, maybe you throw in a few games on your schedule where you feel like you got a pretty good chance of winning easily uh, because you want to at least guarantee that you get a few wins Um, but also it's, it's not a bad idea to really push yourself and, and take on some great teams as well so it all depends i mean spring mills is playing a pretty solid schedule you mentioned morgan obviously they got epac games it's not like they're just playing a bunch of schools that uh you know are smaller or, or not on the same level as them so I, I think their schedule's fine i just would like to see them maybe take on a bigger challenge next year now that they know they have a consistently good program um and we'll have guys be upperclassmen next year yeah I definitely would agree with that. Let's switch over to girls basketball because we'll have girls basketball Thursday, right, Colin? Yes. What's the game? It is, I believe, Hedgesville-Jefferson. It's like a pop quiz. Hedgesville Musselman. Musselman. There we go. Hedgesville-Jefferson was the one that we were supposed we to have. We already did that one. We already did that game. Hedgesville-Jefferson, remember? Because yeah. then it. we had Hedgesville back-to-back days. It was. Yeah. It's Come on. Night. You're supposed to know that, Colin. I know, I should. But I was also <laughs> that was all just last informed year. only an hour before that that was the game that I was doing. Fair enough. Yeah, but you should know. It was all last huh? year, too, Colin. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's true. It's been a year. It's all in the past. Mm-hmm. New year, new Colin. Could exactly. Be. New outfit. <laughs> yeah, Colin walking a flannel for the know, first time weird. in his entire life yeah. on a day that's going to be nearly 60 degrees. That's fine. Mind you that. I can always take it off. <laughs> I got a shirt on underneath. <laughs> All right, That's the versatility of the flannel. Exactly. Yeah. He can always, you know, take roll it off, the roll sleeves. the sleeves. Yeah. Or it's just it's unbutton it and have that sh- the undershirt underneath. Exactly. That's a, that's the flannel way to go, honestly. I'll learn. You'll learn. He's a developing He's got to get schooled with the flannels. <laughs> All right. Back to it. Uh, EPAC Girls Hoops will have uh, Martins, or excuse me, we'll have Musselman and Hedgesville on Thursday, but let's look back at the right, uh, league so far. on it and then forgot. Let's look at the league so far. Martinsburg 0-4 uh, under new head coach Ronnie Fitzpatrick. Uh, they're trying to find their first win. They play Jefferson at the Martinsburg Fieldhouse tomorrow. Jefferson comes in 2-3, and three, Martinsburg 0-4, but over the break, they fell on Wednesday the 28th to Buchanan Upshur, 40 to 37. So a close loss there, uh, but you know they it's going to open up EPAC play tomorrow, guys. 
Yeah, and we knew it was going to be a tough year for Coach Fitzpatrick in his first season coming off of a one-win year for the Martinsburg Bulldogs. So, um, yeah, I think that they're, they're, they've are they're been pretty competitive at times. Obviously, just a three-point loss there. So, we'll see. Jefferson's got a solid team. We know that. We know uh, that they're starting to pick things up. So, um, you know, obviously, you look at the Cougars as, as being the team that you would think would come out with the win, but... Uh, you know, I think Coach Fitzpatrick will get that program playing better and better as the year goes on, and we'll see with an opportunity starting an EPAC play at home, uh, maybe pull off a potential early season upset. That's what you always want because yeah. Jefferson right now is arguably the team on the side of girls basketball, even on the side of boys basketball, that has the control in the EPAC. That's the team to really try and knock off if you want to make a name for yourself and have the eyes on you this year. So getting to have that be your first shot in the conference might be some added motivation. Yeah, I would say, well, Jefferson is the team there. The Martinsburg is playing tomorrow. Jefferson hadn't played since the game that we broadcast for you against Hedgesville. That was a 49-20 to 20 victory for the Lady Cougars. Uh, that's a long that's a layoff. Long, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was about to bring up. It makes you question, will they be flat with – how long of a break they just had yeah it's kind of been a weird schedule for jefferson because they didn't have any uh scrimmages mm-hmm. and then we kind of saw the slow start to the season now you take a long layoff over christmas and new year's um you know that, that definitely i think helps martinsburg they've been playing more recently they played pretty well in their last game so it, it could lead to an interesting game tomorrow night don't be surprised if it's closer than you might have thought i still think that Jefferson probably finds a way to get the win with Brezovic and Jasmine Taylor and their abilities, along with Hedrick down low and her height um, playing a big advantage. So I would still obviously think Jefferson has the better team overall, but not playing recent games, it it could help Martinsburg. Yeah, sorry, my camera just moved there. For people watching on TV 10, move the camera screen here. Let's move on to Musselman. Uh, they are one and three. They got off to a good start against uh, Garetti with a forty-seven to thirty-five victory, but they've fallen in their three games since. They lost sixty-four to fifty-nine to Petersburg. Uh, then they fell to Sharando sixty to twenty-five uh, before last week, playing Buchanan Upshur and falling forty-nine to thirty-three. I believe Buchanan Upshur was a team that Martinsburg played the night prior, where they only mm-hmm. lost by a few. Uh, so forty-nine thirty-nine. They're coming off that loss, and then they're going to play. Uh, Hedgesville on Thursday. Yeah, it's a game that we'll have, so looking forward to it. But uh, really, one team is going to have a second win on the year, or one team is going to get their first win on the year because you look at Hedgesville, and uh, they are currently 0-7. I don't believe – yeah, they didn't play that game against Berkeley Springs, so they have had the same amount of layoff. Yeah, Actually, they'll have, another, they'll have an extra weather. day layoff mm-hmm. since what Jefferson had, so that'll be an interesting one. Or no, I was wrong. They play back-to-back EPAC games. They play Washington on Wednesday before they play Musselman. That makes things interesting. How Washington will be, be tough, Thursday, I think, yeah. for Hedgesville. Um, Musselman's a winnable game. It should go down to the wire, I think, for the, the first time for Hedgesville this season. They could, should be pretty competitive, I think, with Musselman, based on the two teams' records and performances. Um, so should be a good game there. But... Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's what we expected. Uh, Hedgesville to start this year after losing so much from last year, having a new coach and everything. It's going to be a little bit of a progress for 
process for them. Yeah, well, and then moving to Washington, they are three and three right now. They uh, fell eighty to thirty in their first game against Wheeling Park, but beat Wheeling Central the next day. Beginning of last month, 62-54. They beat Great Mills out of Maryland the tenth of December before falling to Woodgrove sixty to fifty one. They beat Capital the twenty ninth last week. 56 to 20 but fell to George Washington 56 to 38 the next day and uh yeah so they're 3 and 3 and they're in their last 3 games they're 1 and 2 so be interesting to see how that goes and uh see how much earlier season success because i mean they they're putting up 60 plus points and nearly 60 in that win against Capital uh how much of a competitive game will this be against Washington yeah it should be interesting or excuse me against Hedgesville they are Washington Right. And I think it should be interesting this entire week. You know, this is really when EPAC play starts. Yeah, we had the Jefferson Hedgesville game earlier, but that was kind of an outlier that they yeah. started the EPAC so early there. So, you know, this is conference play time. This is when the season matters a little bit more. Um, and you can kind of set yourself up for where you're going to be seated come sectionals because the teams that you're playing against are who's going to vote on who's ranked where now we know there's obviously all sorts of controversy with how those could go down but uh beating those teams now in the regular season uh helps you at least on paper to probably yeah. get the top seed in your section yeah i would tend to agree with that yeah i mean even though as nick said that there's sometimes controversy on favoritism or intentionally voting so that you get a favorable matchup i i feel like recently that hasn't been the case. You saw the one seeds be the teams that are undefeated in the section or only have one loss. So even though it has been coaches voting, I think at least last year and even the year before that, it was the correct seeding due to the talent that you get to see day in, day out on the court. Yeah, and how it eventually played out as well. So, um, yeah, I'm excited though. I think this will be a good week and it's just, it's, Always good to see EPAC on EPAC, uh, you know, going at it in basketball because these teams know each other so well. Yeah. And it's always super competitive, so should be a good week. Definitely is super competitive. On a team that only has had only has played three games this year, the final team we'll talk about here in the girls EPAC roundup, Spring Mills. They're three and zero. They uh, on the tenth they got a forty-one to twenty-two victory over Bridgeport, which we had on TV mm-hmm. ten and talk rated WRNR. Then uh, played Tuesday the 13th, so three days later, at Woodbridge, Virginia. Got a big 84-37 to win. Uh, but then had a 17-day layoff with two cancellations. Uh, they were set to play um, – let me see here. They were set to play Pendleton County on the 16th. That got canceled due to the ice storm that never really became an ice storm. And then they were supposed to play – on at Fairmont Senior on December 23rd. Well, school was canceled the day before that, and then the weather was moving down towards the Fairmont area, so that game got canceled. So they didn't play again after playing the 13th until the 30th. Then they were at Hampshire County where they got a 67-53 victory um, over Hampshire. The Trojans there, and you know, looking at the scoring in this one, uh, what is a Kia Kyla Dandridge led the way with 22 points. Reagan Edsel recorded the double double with 10 points and 15 rebounds. They're back in action tomorrow at St. James. Uh, but That's you know, they're three and oh, but they had a long layoff as well. So 
They've played the least amount of games, I believe, of all teams in the EPAC. Yeah, three is surprising, but we know weather will always play a factor in the Eastern Panhandle during will. basketball season. So Good old I-81 quarter. You just got to do your best with what you're dealt, and this team still clearly has talent, and I'm not worried about Spring Mills. Nick? Yeah, I mean, they'd be my team that I think yeah. is the favorite uh, to go the farthest in the EPAC, but... Um, there's certainly some teams that I think are playing good basketball right now that you got to look out for, like Washington and Jefferson. But mm-hmm. uh, it should be, you know, another good year for Spring Mills. I like what we saw earlier. I know layoff could play a factor, but the talent is there for this team. All right, Nick's with the last one. Nick, you want to hit that uh, playlist, little cog? Sure. Anything for you? All right, segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break. Uh, we'll talk some college hoops, some Shepherd and WVU hoops. That's next. After this two minute break, you're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a Platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV. 10 segments sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, 
Outdoor Living is family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You can go to Orsinis.com for more. I have this up right here, so we'll just talk about it first. Uh, West Virginia on Saturday evening, which you was it evening? Yeah. Okay, because I know Marshall played at 2 p.m. So I didn't I didn't know some some places do their games early because of New Year's Eve. Nope, seven. But they were at Kansas State. No, they were in Kansas. They were at Kansas State. They were in Manhattan, right? Yeah. So it's earlier. So Central Time. Yeah. So it was 6 p.m. But they fell in overtime to Kansas State. The Mountaineers did. Uh, It was a tough loss in overtime. That that they fell out of the out of the top 25. Yeah, that's what happens when the only game you have that week, when you're in the top 25, you lose because you couldn't make free throws, you fouled too many times, and you could not hit a three-pointer unless it was at the buzzer to go into overtime to save your life. So it it was a rough shooting night for both teams, but in the end it was Kansas State that took control in overtime and got the win, and it's frustrating as a Mountaineer fan because that was a game that at the start, it looked like WVU was going to cruise to a win. I was watching football, but keeping an eye on that WVU game, and they started on a 13-1 to run. Yeah. And then next thing you knew, with 12 minutes left in the game, even though you're still up double digits at the half, you were losing. And It's just frustrating. They should have had that. Got to be better if you actually want to be a contender. And I feel like the team knows that, but you got to actually execute, and they didn't. Yeah, the six-point difference, 82-76 was the final score. Emmett Matthews came back, scored 12 points, five rebounds in 39 minutes of play. Trey Mitchell really was a catalyst for this team, had a double-double along with Muhammad Wagu. Uh, Trey Mitchell, 16 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, uh, 10 and 10, 10 uh, points, 10 boards for Muhammad Wagu. Uh, Toussaint, not really a factor in this one. Uh, or uh, you know Jimmy Bell Jr. and Kadrian Johnson, as long as as well as Eric Stevenson, they were all held under ten points. So, uh, Wagoo kind of picked things up off the bench for the Mountaineers, but still uh, wasn't enough. They fell in overtime, getting outscored by six. Uh, but you know it wasn't. It was a productive first half for them. They, they were leading thirty-two twenty-one at the break, uh, but a very productive second half for. The Wildcats, 45 points, a 34 just put up for the Mountaineers. Uh, but the, you know, four of 18, not going to get it done necessarily from beyond the arc. But when your opponent's shooting three of 16, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But when you go 20 of 38 from the free throw line and have 20 turnovers, yeah. there's your issues. Yeah. That's definitely an issue for some other teams this past weekend as well. But they fall out of the top 25. Uh, they got to kind of put that away fast as. They conclude their two-game road trip tonight at Oklahoma State. 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 p.m. pregame show for the Mountaineer Sports Network right here on Talker to WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Following the conclusion of that, we'll jump over to Monday Night Football uh, from the West from Westwood One. But uh, eight, ten and three versus eight and five. This is not a you know easy game. But none in the conference are easy because it's one of the best conferences, and if I'm not the best conference in basketball. Now than I was going in before the weekend, even though yes, it's a road game. Oklahoma State looked really good against Kansas, even though Kansas was able to come back down 15 at the half and get the win. Oklahoma State was fighting and really impressed me, especially in that first half in which they led by 
15 against the Jayhawks. But if WVU wants to get back into the top 25, you got to go 2-0 against those two teams that I mentioned because those are the two teams that you play this week. Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. State's always uh, pretty tough. And it's like, for some reason, WVU cannot play well in Stillwater. They may not show it record-wise every time, or every season, I should say, but they're always like a team that you never know what they're going to do in any given game. They could pull off a major upset or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, it should be, I think, a tough matchup for the Mountaineers and a competitive game. Um, I think WVU really needs this win, even though it's only the second game in conference play, because I think you had a chance against Kansas State. You got off to a great start. You didn't finish the game well. So another loss would really set you back, I think, from just thinking about how you're playing early in the season. And it's not like you lost to the Kansases, the Texases. You lost to two teams that are in your typical tier each year in the conference, you know, when you're thinking about Kansas State and Oklahoma State. So I think 0-2 would be a rough start, especially with how the schedule is laid out. Yeah, yeah, because it's not going to get easier. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the net ratings right now, I mean, they're currently ranked 15th. They just dropped two spots this week. Uh, but Kansas ranked seventh, Texas ranked ninth, mm-hmm. Baylor twenty fourth, Iowa State twenty sixth, Kansas State now moves up to twenty seven. Uh, you know that's just the all in the top thirty. I mean, we talk about being one of the, if not the best, conferences in college basketball. All the teams ranked, or which I believe are all teams are ranked. No, in the net maybe. I don't know, but, but I'm looking right here, and the furthest one down is forty five, and it's Oklahoma. And they're still a pretty solid program. There's only Maybe 10 teams in the Big 12, right? Team, obviously. Yeah. There's so. 10 teams in the Big yep, 12? 10 yeah. teams. So all 10 teams, teams are ranked in the, in the Big 10, in case you're wondering. That's that's where I, I always couldn't remember which one was bigger than the number. Uh, but all 10 teams are ranked in the top 45. Yeah, that's so good. It's going to be hard night in and night out to get victories, but uh, you know they're you know they're still trending in the right direction this season. Unlike Maryland. What was that? I turned it on yesterday, and I, I didn't watch I any watching. of it, but I went on my phone to see what the score was because I remembered that they were playing Michigan, and I look and I saw it was twenty-five to four, and I thought, "What are they doing?" I have not watched much Maryland this year just because been doing a lot of different other. And I things. recommend you don't now. Yeah, and they got off to a really solid start, and I know they lost to like Tennessee, which was a ranked team at the time. They had a couple losses there. Then UCLA really just destroyed them, and since that game, they just haven't played well against anybody that's good so man i don't know what's going on there avery newport maybe is messing up the program i don't know don't put that on him whoa why are we putting this on avery yeah avery's not here to number one intern of all time look maybe he's got in coach williard's head is that his name kevin williard former seton hill head coach or seton hall i mean Getting the D2 in your yeah, head. Yeah, getting PSAC. Speaking of PSAC, let's move on, talk some PSAC hoops, because we'll be out there on Wednesday for the doubleheader women's, then men's against Lock Haven 5 uh, p.m. pregame, 5.30 for women's, 7.30-ish for men's. Uh, men's, will they're sitting at 6-5 and five right now. They had a 54-52 to 52 victory over Clarion Monday the 19th, and then they had their holiday layoff. Uh, and they fell in their first game back, 79-62 to Pitt-Johnstown on Friday. And uh, Pitt-Johnstown, 
had come in and they were eight and three, four and one in the PSAC. So PSAC coming in, they both teams had one loss. Uh, but for Shepard, just really couldn't get it done. And it was that first half where they only scored 24 points and got outscored 43-24. to 24. Uh, That kind of did them in there. Looking at the scoring, McLean Corley led the way with 19. John Preston had 13. Carson Poffenberger had 11. But only, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys held scoreless, including Philip Jordan. Yeah, 11 days. and it's a play. play. Sorry about that, but 11 days in between games uh, for Shepard. Last one was the clearing game, a two-point win on the road. And you come back, you play Pitt Johnstown on December 30th. And it's obvious that the Rams came out flat, you know, to begin that game. And a much better second half. But like you said, you know, you already put yourself in a deep hole against a pretty solid Pitt Johnstown team. So anytime you do that, it's going to be tough to win. And uh, for the Shepherd men's team, they, you know, they get Lockhaven on Wednesday. We'll be out there. We'll see if they can bounce back. But, um, you know, you, you definitely have seen positives throughout this season. So to see a loss like that is surprising, yeah. I think, based on how Shepard's played. Yeah, and it yeah. worries you a little bit because, as you said, we've seen positives when we talked with Coach Namalek. Made me optimistic for this year, even though in the recent history, this is kind of the way the season always goes for Shepard. It's a teeter-totter of a few games above 500, a few games below 500, and they never seem to really get over the hump and be a true contender in the PSAC. They always stay around 500, and then last year, as we remember, towards the end, when it seemed like they could potentially make a playoff spot, fell off and finished five games below. And hopefully that's not the case this year, but the way this is trending, even though it's only one loss after 11 days, it makes you worry. Yeah, looking at Lock Haven on the men's side, they're 8-2, and two, so it's going to be a tough one on Yeah, on it's not Wednesday football night. Lock Haven. No. Uh, over to women's, they're 0-10 now on the season. They fell... 77-48 to Pitt Johnstown. They had the same scoring output they had against Clarion on the 19th, but they gave up 10 more points. Uh, you know They're obviously still trying to just build that program. But if you saw a time where if you played well and put some, you know, multiple players played well, you, you, luck was on your side, Wednesday night, Wednesday evening at the Butcher Center, could be the first win of the season. Lockhaven women coming in four and six, and uh, they had a 16-point loss to Gannon and a 10-point loss to Mercyhurst. They've actually they're coming in losing four straight. So, if there was a time where things were on your luck was on your side and you could put some things together and you could have a, a good run in the game, this could be the game where they notch their first win of the season on Wednesday. Shepard hasn't lost in women's basketball in the year 2023, so forget about the 0-10 record. Make this year a better year. Nick? Keep the positive outlook. They need it. Please. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> four and six teams, so it is a somewhat winnable game. They've had some blowout losses, so hey, maybe Shepard can pull it off, but... uh it's going to be tough, like we said. We'll be a tough, but we'll have that for you 5 p.m. pregame Wednesday at the Butcher Center uh, against men's and women's and men's doubleheader against Lockhaven. Starts at 5.30 with women, then it's around 7.30 for men. We'll step aside for a two-minute break. On their side of this break, 
We'll talk NFL football. Commanders, they are eliminated. Ravens lose a hard one last night to the Steelers. Buccaneers win the South. Packers win. That's how the Commanders are out. We'll be back after this two-minute break. All my breathing universal sound. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. The Classical Christian Academy at Bethel is helping create extraordinary futures. So we've seen improvements in in our boys on the, as I said, arithmetic, reading and writing. I worked in the county, I worked in public school, and that's what I knew. Um, And I knew I wanted to be able to give her more, so I would recommend this to anyone. You know, our daughter has thrived here. Um, The the family-like environment is exactly what she needed. The Classical Christian Academy at Bethel in Martinsburg, equipping children to lead lives of significant impact. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Rated WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us on this January 2nd, 2023. And uh, this just sums up the commanders right now. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. He didn't even know. That was Grant Paulson asking the question. Uh, shout out friend of the show, Grant Paulson. Uh, trying to see if Sam Howe would get in if they were eliminated, which we now know they are. But at, what is it, probably 410 or something, some random time, between like probably 350 and 430, that question was asked yesterday. How does he not know? My only thought was maybe Ron Rivera was more focused on 
the team's game prep for this individual week than worried about playoff scenarios until you get into a situation where, okay, we won our two games. Let's just say they won this game and then they won the next week. What else do we need or, or are we in? I think that's that, that makes sense to me in, in some ways. But also I think you would be aware of all the scenarios too. So it just kind of probably depends on the coach. But all, I don't know. It, it is kind of a weird thing for him to not know that they were out after today or potentially out after the loss yesterday, I should say. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe and, just like the focus was more so on, hey, let's just go win these two football games and then we'll worry about everything else later. And the logical side of me wants to believe that, right? You'd yeah. like to think that the head coach of your team would know every scenario on how to get in the playoffs. But then again, this is the same guy that also had confidence in starting Carson Wentz this week, thinking that he was going to be the better quarterback and the best option to get the victory. And then we see what Carson Wentz does this week no touchdowns other than his quarterback sneak which of course a six foot five quarterback is going to be able to jump at the one yard line and get a touchdown and three interceptions yeah so and not like not like if interceptions he thinks that, that guy's the guy to go with it doesn't surprise me that he also didn't realize with the loss and two other things happening which both obviously happened Washington's eliminated from playoffs now nonetheless an embarrassing home loss to the browns who are now seven and nine commanders seven eight and one have not won a game since november 27th uh deshaun watson now there were three options that could have happened this year you could have done a dan snyder move and gotten deshaun watson which wouldn't have surprised me traded for russ wilson or gotten carson wentz all options but at least we're not throwing to an alignment thinking he's an eligible receiver. I don't think that was what happened. I think what happened was he was going to get sacked and he threw the ball away and he just happened to see a guy on his team. And uh, He had three touchdown passes. He did. didn't have any. Yeah, he didn't play great in the first half, but he played uh, Mm -hmm. better in the second half than Watson in terms of his on-the-field abilities, I think, are still potentially there. But... Um, is it a great look for your franchise to bring him in? Probably not, but hey, it's the no. Cleveland Browns. They got two other guys on their team that probably shouldn't be in the league either. So that is true. Um, um, in terms of Washington moving forward, I would start Sam Howell. That's, what I, that's I what I thought. I don't know if they will. And then we talked about it last week. Like I felt like they wanted to bring Wentz back for whatever reason, probably the money situation. And they just kind of need an excuse to bench Heineke despite him having a better record and better production with the offense. They don't have to pay the Colts, right? Those draft pick, the higher draft pick? I he didn't know. play enough games. I don't think he I did. not. No. I don't believe. All right, well, Still. the bell cow for the commanders, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. on the ground, 24 carries, 87 yards. It was Carson Wentz, though, with the one rushing touchdown. And Terry McLaurin basically gone, two catches, 25 yards, and, you know, Certain quarterbacks like their security blanket to be their tight end, and it's obvious Carson Wentz like that. Six catches for Logan Thomas, 56 yards, but the commanders don't get it done. Uh, they were 7 of 16 on, thir- on third down, but 2 of 4 on fourth down, those two critical ones uh, there. And, um, you know, they only punted twice in the game, but they didn't have that. <laughs> you, know, you throw three interceptions, mm-hmm. and you have turnover on downs twice. That's five. Uh, so that that would be seven punts most likely 
But, you know, it is what it is. They did have the time of possession again because that one 12-minute drive at the end of the first quarter. But nonetheless, the Commanders are eliminated with a Packers win last night and uh, Packers upsetting the Vikings in a big win yesterday. But the Sunday night football game last night that was pretty entertaining uh, was the Steelers, which you heard right here from the Steelers Radio Network, taking on the Ravens. And it was the Steelers at the end of the game that got it done Getting it done on the ground, Najee Harris, 22 carries, 111 yards. Jalen Warren, 20, 12 carries for 76 yards. Uh, but Kenny Pickett throws the one touchdown that mattered. That was in the end zone to Najee Harris, who only had two catches for 12 yards. But they get it done, and then Minka Fitzpatrick gets the game-sealing interception with uh, under 20 seconds left. Nick, uh, nine catches for 100 yards for Mark Andrews, but doesn't matter because they lose. Yeah, I mean, he was the one consistent production player from the uh, passing game. I thought Dobbins had an all right day on the ground, but the Steelers running that 6-2 defense and the Ravens still couldn't throw the football. So I think that shows uh, whether it's personnel or play calling or a mixture of the two. uh, As of right now, this team's not really built to win in the playoffs with their quarterback play and their passing game in particular. And then defensively, I'm not going to blame the defense because I thought the defense, for me, the most important stat for defense is points given up, and you only gave up 16 points. So you should be able to win most games giving up 16 points, but they did get manhandled throughout the game giving up 198 rushing yards. So it's not a great feeling from the defense either. So overall, it was just a bad game for the Ravens. Um, If Lamar Jackson comes back, can he be Superman to – win something in the playoffs well superman still needs the justice league every once in a while so i don't know if this team has enough to do anything i'm kind of worried for the for the first round of the playoffs exit that's probably going to happen this year even if lamar's out there which i don't know if he's going to play or not did i see uh the stat right there's a graphic last night i'm trying to remember if i saw it right with lamar jackson starting yep. they averaged 28 points a game yep, yeah that's throughout right. any other quarterback they allow 18 so, or they give up 18, excuse me, right? They give up or no, they allow that they score 18 yes, points per game with Huntley yeah. and the other guys that play, including RG3, so. including Trace McSorley. Yes. Off the top of my head, those are guys that I know, but the Ravens still in playoff contention. I think they're squarely they're in, already in the playoffs. It's just, they can either get yeah. the six or the three, or there's like a random scenario where they can get the five. Uh, and then we'll know but if the, the Bengals win tonight, then they're out for the division. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Bengals, yeah. big Monday night football game tonight. Uh, Bengals, Bills, uh, Bills favored by two and a half. And apparently, this is a huge mega cast. ESPN, ABC, ESPN two. But uh, that isn't that always how it is. No, I thought they've moved all the Monday night games to ABC and ESPN. Only certain days, but I think this is still that holiday time, so there's not like their primetime shows no. on. So I think that makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, everybody gets ESPN it. nowadays. So yeah, but uh, it should be a good game. Yeah, and uh, we hopefully eight- the Bills can win. Week 18, uh, there's two games on Saturday on ESPN. Uh, 4.30, Chiefs, Raiders, Titans, Jaguars, 8.15. I believe uh, what the Titans and Jaguars is for the... Oh, they're doing it as Saturday, they announced? Yes, they're doing two Saturday games. They're doing double headers apparently, on each station, okay. Fox and CBS, on Sunday. And then the Sunday night football game, which we'll 
be yet to be announced. I was about to say, I thought that that was going to be the Sunday night football game. Was yeah, I Jack's saw that Titans. on Twitter. I didn't see it, though, from like an official source. So I wasn't sure. Yeah, that came out last night right at the Still end of Sunday time, night football. I, I had the TV turned on. And while yeah. I was writing the sports report, and I was like, this is weird. Why are they talking about a Saturday game? And I was like, what? They're playing Saturday? Two games? It's but I think division. it's to fulfill the ESPN contract. Right. I saw something. that. I just didn't see who the official games were. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that had came out from somebody that was But they'll name credited. a Sunday night game, and there's not very many options for a Sunday night game. It's it's a bold choice here, because if the it's Sunday Lions, night Packers, game doesn't matter, I Bengals, mean, that could Ravens? be the choice. Bills, but I think Patriots? Titans, Jaguars made the most sense because it was guaranteed to be playoffs or out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no That's thing that I could get those teams in otherwise. All right, well we've got so to hit made the, the break. most sense to me. We have about four minutes left in the show, so we got to hit the break, guys. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. We'll be back in two minutes to wrap things up. Hadn't had a good time since you know when. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. A DUI arrest can have a devastating impact on one's life, your job, your driver's license, and in some cases, your very freedom. My name is Harley Wagner. I own and operate West Virginia's only exclusive DUI defense firm. Since 1999, I've been representing citizens throughout the Eastern Panhandle and state of West Virginia charged with DUI. Let my years of training and experience work for you. The initial consultation is free at the Wagner Law Firm in Martinsburg. Phone 304-901-7400 or online at westvirginiaduilawyers.com. When kids are small, we tend to spend most of our time saying no instead of yes. As our parents and grandparents age, we sometimes say no to visits instead of yes. Life can be overwhelming and sometimes it's nice to say yes to making memories and starting a future by playing the West Virginia Lottery. You're saying yes to tomorrow's leaders and today's seniors and furthering the beauty of the Mountain State. When you play, you say yes to West Virginia. You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Mayor's Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy, call 304-263-4545. There's multiple numbers, man. Four, five, You're falling apart, though. I am falling apart here, but we've got a minute left in the show. The Marius Group at 1270 Winchester Six, five, Avenue. Eight, six. No, the Marius Group. Oh. 4343. 4343. 4343. For some reason, it. I thought you were doing our office. No, 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 no. That'll do it for this edition closed, of the sports <laughs> Not anymore. We're <laughs> hey, here. Hey, those were some really good uh, 
semifinal games for college football. It 42-41 as wins. Ohio State muffs the field goal as New Year's happens. And then TCU beats Michigan. So we've got a 1-3 matchup in the college football fo- Congrats uh, championship. To TCU. I might switch my pick to TCU winning it all. I think Georgia still would beat them, but... I don't know. I, I, I'm going with the I'm rooting for the Horned Frogs yeah. now because everybody disrespected them, and I'm happy that they got a win. All right. I am as well, but that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Colin, Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow on another edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR, TV 10, Martinsburg. Martinsburg.